So we are certain there will be no mistakes this time. Hannah Frank tried to push the earphone deeper into her ear, hoping it would make the voices coming from her husband's office seem less muffled. The identity of the speaker was a mystery to her. It could be one of any number of men with whom Abdullah Aziz Rahani did business, but her husband's own voice replying was unmistakable. The government would not have agreed to sanction funding if proper assurances were not provided. The key element this time is utter surprise. Attacking on the highest of their holy days. Precisely. On her lap, Hannah's three-year-old daughter began to sob again, and she covered the girl's mouth with her hand, afraid to miss any part of the conversation two floors above the nursery. She glanced at the door, realizing she hadn't locked it. One of the servants could walk in at any time and catch her holding the earphone. Hannah prepared a lie, ready to pretend she was listening to one of the two radio stations broadcasting from nearby Riyadh instead of the transmitting device she had planted in her husband's office. The device was voice-activated, state-of-the-art. Normally, Conversations were recorded by a tiny machine Hannah held hidden in the false bottom of her jewelry case, but today she had seen her husband greet the unidentified man warmly in their palace lobby before ushering him upstairs and decided to listen to their conversation as it transpired. Once the war is won, came the stranger's voice again amid the static, the resources of the Bank of Rahani will be vital. We have supported the build-up, said Abdullah Aziz Rahani. Transferred all funds as requested. We are ready to assist in any way we can, once the enemy is vanquished. Inshallah. Allah will be willing, my friend. Israel this time will not survive. Hannah removed her hand from three-year-old Kavi's mouth, and the toddler's sobbing replaced the sounds of the conversation in her ear. Hannah had gone cold. Her hands trembled. Her mind raced, contemplating her next move. She had to get word out, use the procedure she had followed religiously to file her usual reports for the past six years. But there was nothing usual about this discovery, and she prayed her report would be taken seriously and acted upon. Hannah would phone a number in Riyadh, be told she had the wrong number. Her contact would then wait at a drop point in the central bazaar every day at noon until she was able to appear. She checked her watch, 11 a.m., too late to manage the task today. Tomorrow, then. She had to get there by tomorrow, Hannah thought, as she hugged the sobbing Kavi tighter to her. Is she sick? The question startled Hannah and she turned to the doorway to find her five-year-old daughter Layla standing there. No, Hannah replied as the earphone fell to her lap. Then why is she crying? Is something wrong with her? Of course not, Hannah told Layla, tucking the earphone into her pocket with her free hand. Nothing's wrong at all.